Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode seven of Epilogues and Epiphanies, a show where we'll explore questions about life, the universe, and being human through the lens of TV and film. Today's episode, we will be discussing the Pixar film, Inside Out, with special guest, my younger brother, Ryan Hammond. He's a hilarious genius, and we get into some great conversations about the value of self-awareness and personal growth, as well as the importance of looking for the good in life. So... Without further ado, let's go. All right. Well, here we are. Um, yes. For another episode, and uh, super excited. This is going to be very interesting. Um, discussing mm-hmm. a movie literally about feelings mm-hmm. and core memories mm-hmm. with probably the person who shares most of my core memories. Um, yes. Um, compared to other people. So, anyways um so yeah for those of you who cannot see his face um because this is a podcast (laughs) um this is my brother ryan hammond that's me um that's him and yeah so all right so we're gonna usually ryan what i have people do is i like have them kick things off with like an intro Mm -hmm. um so you can tell us whatever you want to tell us about yourself i think i i think i got a little snippet of it when i heard margie do it so oh margie um, Margie. Is that um, how you have to say Margie? I always have, and I never, I won't stop. But <laughs> um, yeah. Um, okay. My name is Ryan Hammond. I'm 27. I am, I guess you could say I'm an Enneagram nine. Um, and I, I currently, I, I'm a banker, which is to say I work mm-hmm. at a bank and do nothing with actual banking. So um, <laughs> yeah, it's, so I'm in, I'm in a call center where all I do is help people with their like issues, which is mostly fun but uh i you just kept you have to be good with uh people losing their minds on things um but that's okay so <laughs> he said that i'm good at calming people down i've discovered that i'm very good yes, at talking people off the ledge you're very chill you're very chill very like i think it weirds people my niceness weirds people out usually um but it's just so potent it's a potent amount of niceness that they're not they can't handle like a little bit of a right. little bit of niceness that people can handle a lot of niceness that kind of scares they're people, like what's but... wrong with you why aren't you yelling back at me yeah i know magic crazy. but crazy when you don't match the crazy how it works yeah you got to jujitsu you got to redirect that energy <laughs> use, the, use the energy against them <laughs> oh that's funny awesome yeah cool and that's like kind of new for you but it sounds like yeah on, well, on the second so... week Wow. The second week, so you know, but so far, are, so good. Yeah, that's great. Love that. Okay. Um, so you kind of mentioned that. Um, mm-hmm. all right. So you hadn't actually seen this, so you watched it recently. Mm-hmm. Um, I, guess I watched having, it last Thursday, I think it was. Having watched it very recently, um, mm-hmm. what would you say makes this movie either meaningful or interesting or special to you specifically? Uh, I would say it, it's the way that, well, so like, it's well, the one thing that like is, I guess like if you're a kid, you might miss it, but, um, yeah, it's definitely, I don't think the most little kid friendly movie. I mean, I, it's animated, but I definitely feel like it's sure more for grown folk. Sure. Sure. Well, there's a lot of little details in the movies. So oh, for sure. like, there's, there's so many things that they just mention over like half a second that Absolutely. when you see them and they mention them, you're like, oh, that's makes a lot of like it it built because they're it's like a big piece they're building an entire mind basically and Mm -hmm. that includes like everything like they talk about there's this one part where that you know the orbs they talk about like um these are the memories that like aren't basically like important enough to so like they're starting to forget them kind of a thing memory dump yeah yeah because like 
It's like she learned how to play uh, like all this stuff on the piano, and it's like I dump was every hoping you would bring that up. Like keep keep a uh, heart and soul and chopsticks and forget the rest. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That that was so, that and was I was like, yeah, that's how it works. That's it's absolutely what happens. Painfully accurate is what I thought. Or if um, you're me, it's only hope. But anyways. So that's a good song. It's a good song. You play it well. <laughs> Um, and I never, I never actually learned how to play the, play the piano as I can't, I can't say, but, um, there was, um, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I, I think it was, so when you're, when you're already thinking about those kinds of things, I think the movie isn't as much of a jolt awake as it is just, um, maybe, maybe reassuring in a way, like reassuring that like everybody everybody has that going on the thing i think that i found is that like i don't think they're i mean barring barring like serious impairments to functioning normally on like mm-hmm. mentally normally mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um i don't think that there's anybody who can't discover i guess the reason that they are the way they are if they're if they mm-hmm. want to know it enough you yeah know what i mean yeah. the problem there's... is i think i think most people don't want to know oh yeah don't care. well there's like definitely well there's no reason to look into it for a lot of people for a lot of people it means living that way means that you don't have to ever engage those things right and you also don't have to take responsibility for some things that too that too like not saying like you know obviously i'm not saying that you know everything that happens to someone is their own fault Mm -hmm. but i mean i've i've talked about i think on the podcast but like in life in general and certainly with you Mm -hmm. um you know, there are some crappy things that have happened or crappy circumstances that I've been in. Um, but at a certain point, you know, when I've tried what I can do to make those things better and it doesn't work, um, it's on me to say like, okay, um, change it. Like, don't Mm -hmm. be here. Don't, um, don't talk to that person. Don't engage with that thing. Like, you know, if you find yourself in the wrong story, Mm -hmm. leave. um, before we get into the movie and all that good stuff, Mm -hmm. Uh, but anyways, yeah, no, I think that's huge because there is, there's just so much going on. And like you said, there's so much subtlety in this movie Mm -hmm. that even rewatching it, like I've seen this movie so many times. Mm -hmm. I watched it while I was in grad school for counseling for crap's sake. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, I, I watched it really intently knowing I was going to have to discuss it and paid attention to all those little like half second things you talked about. Um, and it's mm-hmm. crazy. Like they, I mean, someone really spent time working on that movie to get it right because it would have been like subliminally obvious if it was wrong, mm-hmm. but the stuff you even like glaze over is just like, correct. Like it fits, it all makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to ask you, what is your 30 seconds or less? Oh, what would you even say? Um, discovering how to like, like we're seeing her life unfold before her eyes basically Mm -hmm. and there's things that she's starting to become aware of that she wasn't Mm -hmm. before and there's things she's never dealt with before like like new emotional experience yeah and like it just puts more of a context on like and there's also a lot of repression involved in the movie oh yeah oh Um, yeah and depending on how you how individuals are raised that can like Boy, some people need to so learn smart. some repression. You so smart. And yeah, some people. There's got to be moderation. Yeah, and sure. then some people definitely need a lot less repression in in their how they. Yeah. Um. And so I think I I would say the thirty seconds of it is just this is this is her learning how to be a healthy human. Um. Yeah, yeah. she's kind of learning how to navigate when something isn't great, mm-hmm. and that it can be. Um. Yeah. Okay. Um. Along I do have way. an urgent question to ask oh, yeah. you, though. Go for it. Who is your friend who likes to play? 
Bing bong. Bing bong. It's bing bong. It's always bing bong. Mm -hmm. So essentially the movie starts off and like there's the wonderful voice of the always lovely and hilarious Amy Poehler, whom I Mm -hmm. love. Mm -hmm. Of course. Like she says, have you ever looked at someone and wondered what is going on inside their head? And to that question, I say every damn day, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like just all day long. Like that's literally my mode is Mm -hmm. I wonder what's behind that. Mm-hmm. So being being a son and heir of Larry Hammond uh, means that I think a lot in terms of um, heir of. <laughs> yeah um, um, uh, that means I think a lot in strength finders terms and so one of my like so my top five if that's okay to bring up are uh, at least last I remember yeah. are they were empathy woo developer context and connectedness and for like a big way that that plays out is like for me developer like. There's a big part of me, like, not only wanting to understand people, but, like, seeing what they could be. Mm. So in those moments. Does that hurt you? Is that hard? Well, so it also comes out for me in, like, communication. So, like, Mm. I I pick up a lot of times, even just in movies, the way that people say things that, like, like lines that were written that I'm like, oh, if they would have said it like this, it would have been a knockout. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, my gosh. I I rewrite so many movies. Perceive how it could come. Yeah, exactly. Right. But I worked with someone, put it mildly, he lied about absolutely everything. I mean, everything. Well, so like, I can be a little gullible, Mm, but like, it's mm. not because I think that deep down people are always telling the truth. It's because like, I have such a view that I can always learn something from somebody else and that there could be something about their life that I don't know. So on one hand, that makes me really good at like listening and understanding people on the, on the unfortunate side. It means at first it's easier for me to kind of not take things with a grain of salt. Um, perhaps, but this guy, like, you know, he got caught in so many lies. Like, you know, he spoke like 20 languages, but it ended up being, and he had all these degrees and could do all of these things. Uh, there was no reason, even if all he had told me was like, like about, cause like, I liked him when I met him, he was very, br- in some ways, bright, um, right. bubbly. There are a lot of people I know that I like that don't speak 20 languages and that's not why I Exactly. Like and so for me, I was like, if you cut out everything and you just said, I'm an assistant manager at this store and that, and I never went to college and that's all I do. I'd be like, dude, I don't care. Like, I don't, that doesn't right. bother me at all. That's not, like, yeah. But no, that's so crazy. for me, it was just a matter of like seeing the potential for him to actually have healthy relationships. And like, even if all he did was ah. like find ways to say like, I know I did this mm-hmm. or I know I said that. But yeah. here's here's a little You're bit of why seeing the potential restoration. Yeah, and it and so it does kill me sometimes. It doesn't always kill me that that doesn't happen, but I think sometimes it makes me think that those things don't happen, and that's where I have to because I see enough of the bad. But I think that's where I have to. I've had to find. Um, oh, I can't remember what it was from, um, but where well i guess a good a really good example like the pockets of sunshine or the pockets of good and mm-hmm. well so like mr. Yeah. mr rogers said like his mom always thought him was bad things were happening. look for the helpers right and that reminds me kind of a, in, in lord of the rings where like they're kind of surrounded at helms deep and like they're all basically gonna die and then like the king is like like this basically says there's so much death what can men do against reckless hate and aragorn says ride out and meet them basically like that's really the only thing you can do and like it doesn't do any good to despair and i think what what this movie does a good job of doing is it it hopefully for a generation of kids that see it will in some ways normalize being able to work through things so that mm-hmm. they don't become hang up yeah bad right, habits right exactly or at least give them because some what work. happens is i mean we we start i mean we'll get into this a little bit more but essentially we start and so like 
Riley's primary, I, I kind of see at least at the beginning mm-hmm. that Joy and Riley are the same. Like yeah. they are. Mm-hmm. Like that's it. Riley's letting Joy run the show. So that is Riley. And Riley is trying to suppress sadness, put it in this little box. Like you mm-hmm. literally, I'm drawing a circle. Stay inside the circle. Don't come near mm-hmm. any of the control panel, which is my emotional expression. Mm-hmm. Like stay away. We don't need you. I don't see the point in you. There's no value. Like Joy literally sees the value and the contribution of every other emotion Mm -hmm. but sadness. Right. But back to Bing Bong, Mm -hmm. which we'll get to again. But, um, you know, he is sad about something. And uh, I think they took his rocket. Oh, yeah. yeah. Went in the memory dump. Mm -hmm. Um, And sadness sits down with them and starts, you know, oh, I'm really sorry. I'm really sad. They took your rocket. And Joy's like trying to stop her. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, they talk for a minute. He cries the candy. Mm-hmm. Um, the and uh, and it's hilarious. And then he says, I'm okay now. Mm-hmm. And then they get up and they go on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in like a lot of the stuff that they teach us is like different ways to explain emotions and things like that to people. And it's like, Really, people think, you know, they're they're suppressing these things. And when they're suppressing it, it's kind of like shaking a pop bottle. Mm-hmm. Like you're not letting off any pressure. You're just continuously building and building and building mm-hmm. because life is going to keep shaking that pop bottle. Yeah. But you're refusing to loosen the cap at mm-hmm. all, to let out some steam or whatever. Yeah. Um, but really, emotions, when they're healthy, are more like waves, mm-hmm. like tides. The tide comes in. It gets maybe a little high for a little while, but you know what? Then it goes back out Mm -hmm. and things even back out and it's okay. Mm -hmm. Like it's not there to stay, but there's also a lot we learn. And when the tide comes in, Mm -hmm. um, it, you know, when the tide comes in, it drops a lot of stuff off on the beach. Mm -hmm. There's like a lot of stuff to be seen, um, that maybe wasn't visible before any who's So basically it starts with um you know she's asking what do you ever wonder what's going on inside someone's head and then we like start to get this picture inside her head um which the first i one thing that i said immediately when the movie started was that um her first memory is joy Mm -hmm. like her first core memory and memory at all is joy Mm -hmm. and i just remember thinking like i don't know why that day but the day i was watching it my brain went oh yeah that's not true for some people yeah like some people are born literally into screaming chaos yeah. and their first memories are terrible mm-hmm. and sad or fear or whatever. Yeah. And so Riley, but Riley's is joy. Mm-hmm. And so that's great. And then we slowly introduce these other emotions. Um, we are introduced to joy, disgust, anger, fear, and um, sadness. Mm-hmm. Right. Is that it? There's five, right? Uh, yes. There are five. Mm-hmm anger they talked about anger he cares a lot about things being fair Mm -hmm. um and i thought it was really funny you know he's like outraged no dessert i'll show you Mm -hmm. and then he freaks out and then i love that like this like little cartoon man inside her head is appeased oh wait don't worry guys it's just an airplane Mm -hmm. we got an airplane everybody i loved his my favorite line was from from uh anger was congratulations san francisco you ruined pizza first the hawaiians and now you that was on my list too. I literally wrote it on my board as like one of my LOLs was congratulations, San Francisco. You've ruined pizza. First the Hawaiians and now you. Such a, it's such a well thought out bit so, of cynicism. It is. 
is so funny. So basically, Riley's life is great. She's a happy, calm, chill kid. Mm-hmm. Joy's kind of running the show. Right. Um, Not a lot has really happened. Like, you know, I mean, and I think that's true for most, like, kids in stable homes. Mm-hmm. By the age of 11, there's really not a lot going on. Sure. Um, You're 11. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I did laugh, though, when she says, Riley's 11 now. What could happen? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. obviously, that's the question that propels us into the movie. But, like, I'm also thinking, oh, honey, so much. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. So we find out Riley's dad got a job, and they're moving to San Francisco. I think they lived in Minnesota. Minnesota. Feel right? You're correct. Minnesota, yeah. It was Minnesota or Nebraska, somewhere in there. In my head, for some reason, those places are the same. I, I know that's not true, but they're, like, Cold, cold and, and I imagine and, to be desolate. Corn. I imagine them um, both to be very anyway, desolate places, yeah. even though Ohio's kind of desolate. We stay from Ohio. Yeah, exactly. Oh my Partial gosh. tundra. Anyways, yes. So yeah. So they load up the car. They're moving to San Francisco. They get there. The house is kind of a mess, and the moving truck has lost their clothes. So oh yeah. Things aren't off to a great start, mm-hmm. and. I wrote down immediately, like, Riley's parents start to get stressed. Mm-hmm. Um, and Riley jumps in and deflects the parents, which kind of was like a oof moment yeah. for me. Like, you know, like, these are adults having feelings about something. Mm-hmm. And they're supposed to be the ones taking care of her. And she reads up on that energy and is like, I, I know. Like, like, there's something in Riley that said it's not okay if everyone's angry mm-hmm. or if people are upset. And so she takes a scrap of paper and starts playing hockey in the living room and to her parents credit they join her Mm -hmm. um you know they could have easily dug their heels in and stayed angry which a lot of parents Um, do which has happened from time to time Mm -hmm. um but yeah so i thought that was like the first kind of like red flag moment of riley's life a little bit was like oh the adults got upset and riley felt like she had to fix it Mm -hmm. um which is i don't know it's a lot. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, this is obviously stressful. Um, they're all kind of freaking out. Um, and I think what starts to happen is basically, you know, we're in the world of Riley's head and like there are some memories that start falling off the shelf. Mm-hmm. And I think to me, it's just indicating that things in Riley's head aren't working as normal. Like, you know, there's she's starting to unravel a little bit. Mm-hmm. So things aren't functioning normally. Um, and when that happens, sadness tries to help, which, you know, we know makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and sadness picks up one of the memories and it turns blue. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Joy views that out. as like a contamination of the of the memory. Yeah. And I would say... Well, I mean, I, w- I would feel that way. I mean, I think I, 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 think I still feel that way sometimes. Um, I think sometimes I personally, I, I think that... I'm afraid I'm going to get stuck there because I felt that way so much. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I don't like to feel yeah, it because no, I, I don't want to get stuck in that rut, if that makes sense. Yeah. Nope. I get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because when you finally get out, like when, you, when you've when wrestled with something for a long time and you finally get out of it, it's and it took a long time to get out of it, it can feel like, well, I don't even want to dip my toe because mm-hmm. who knows? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I get that. But I think it's important to remember that, like, there's a difference between being in a season of, like, anxiety or depression or, like, mm-hmm. struggle and, like, remembering something sad or feeling sad. Like, feelings are more, like we said, like, uh, short-lived, so to speak. Mm-hmm. They're usually... And I think the more we let ourselves do it and, like, pull ourselves back out of it, the better we get at that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Or, like, you know 
feel it and then do whatever we need or find the person we need to to bring us back out of mm -hmm. it but no i totally get that um uh let's see sadness starts touching things to help there are a lot of things that are falling oh and this is where sadness says one of my favorite lines mm -hmm. Crying helps me slow down and obsess over the weight of life's problems. Mm -hmm. And obviously the way Phyllis delivers this is hilarious. Mm -hmm. I did but, not know until this movie that her name was Phyllis in real life. Uh, yeah, I think I looked it up because I was like, what is that lady's name? But it's definitely Phyllis and it literally is Phyllis. Mm -hmm. So that's very funny. Um, But yeah. It's like when Michael so, impersonates her on The Office. He's like saying like, what's everybody oh, talking no. about? Anyway, but... Yeah, I know it's funny. Um, no, but I it's like a funny line the way she delivers mm -hmm. it. Like and it's definitely meant to be like, oh, so dramatic and like mm -hmm. cheesy. But also like there is something too, like it helps you slow down, mm -hmm. you know, when like the feelings start leaking out your face. Like it helps you slow down and like I don't know. I mean, maybe it's different because I feel like probably a male's relationship to crying is different than a woman's. Yeah. I would it assume. I, it's weird. Uh, it, it's hard. It's definitely hard for me to cry, even when I can feel. It. I've gotten better at making myself do it. Uh, Allowing yourself. Yeah, to do I it. would say like I'm lucky if I cry four times a year. That's so crazy. I cry weekly. Yeah, like I. I mean, a part of me wishes I could, but like most of the time, it's when people are nice to other people. It makes me very emotional. Oh yeah, and I cry. It. It kind of depends because I think. Um, I don't. I don't know. Sometimes it's. I. I. I so like I wrote down. Uh, about this I wrote I was afraid the movie was going to show that I focused too much on needing to be happy and that could be partially true but it's mostly that I've had a lot of sadness and depression and I sometimes fear going back there I know sadness is an okay part of life and I sometimes fear getting stuck there because it can feel so hard to get out of that said it doesn't mean that it's controlling you if you do feel it and trust that it's okay to feel that way because mm -hmm. good is also there we talk about like emotions as a sinus rhythm mm-hmm and essentially, you're putting a limiter on the frequency height, like the amplitude. Mm -hmm. I hope Mrs. Eccles hears that if she ever listens to this and is proud of me. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But like the, the wave amplitude, you can't sure. like uh, you can't shorten the, the dips and not shorten the peaks mm -hmm. um, is essentially, you know, by not allowing yourself to experience the depths, you don't get to experience the highs. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that I mean that's that's something they they taught us was mm -hmm. like yeah by by doing this you're basically cutting yourself off from feeling like you're numbing everything you can't selectively numb it's like you can't target weight loss you know like I can't be like I want to lose weight loss I want to lose weight in my arms mm -hmm. like no if you lose weight everywhere your arms will also shrink mm -hmm. but like you can't like you can't numb one thing mm -hmm. like it's just not how it works yeah so anyways so Riley is fighting hard on this sadness. So the thing I thought was fascinating is they finally get up to Riley's room and they were like trying to be all excited and her room looks kind of dirty and terrible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like, all right, I've had a bad day. My parents are stressed out and now I'm in this creepy attic with which there's like dirt and crap. And I, this time I like paid attention to what, because they all just like say something so fast, all the emotions in her head. Mm -hmm. But I paid attention to what they said, and I wrote it down, and I thought it was so interesting. Mm -hmm. Disgust says, it smells here. Mm -hmm. And Anger says, I can't believe Mom and Dad brought us here or moved us here. Mm -hmm. Fear says, there are at least 37 things for Riley to be afraid of right mm -hmm. now. Sadness. All of our friends are back in Minnesota. I remember that. Um, and then this is where it was. I was like, this might be one of the better lines of the movie. 
um and joy's like you know trying to be joy and uh i one of them says actually joy there's no reason for riley to be happy right now Mm -hmm. and you know what that was true Mm -hmm. like this sucks yeah it's okay for riley to feel like it sucks right now Mm -hmm. like she doesn't have to be fine all the time like Mm-hmm. it's okay um and then mom comes in what did you think of that exchange before like she's like putting her to bed and she's talking about oh, yeah, like, we gotta be we gone. gotta be like uh smiling and bright for your dad because he's very stressed oh that one yes. yeah she's yeah so mom says oh boy mom first mom i know that one was just awful i was like oh i hate this i think uh, uh mm-hmm. it's bad uh mom thanks riley for staying there happy girl yep yeah and i was like yeah okay yeah um through basically through chaos but we know like you know if if she knew what was going on in riley's head like basically on the outside which is you know what riley's allowing to get to the control panel Mm -hmm. is what is on the outside um there you know joy's still been running the show but on the inside there's like she's freaking out Mm -hmm. you know like there's a lot going on there's a lot of chaos and rightly so like that's an appropriate reaction to something brand new sure Especially something um, you don't then, want. Yes, absolutely. Um, uh, yeah, so like we know that, but mom is thanking her for basically mom's thanking her for suppressing that. Yeah, right. Um, she doesn't realize that's what she's doing, but that's what she's doing. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, it's been really loud in Riley's head, but like they haven't seen it. Um, and then she says, Dad's stressed and under a lot of pressure. Um, we need to basically, she says like we need to play it cool and just like still be happy to help him so he doesn't have to worry about our poor little emotions mm-hmm. like and how we feel yeah god forbid mm-hmm. um yeah well and i think it's just it's sad because like i don't think people if, if people had the tools or at least learned like very few people actually think about how what they say and do will be received they they do a lot of like well this is what i meant to do and if they missed it it's kind of uh-huh. their fault and it's like well if your goal is to connect with someone then you should be able to be at least willing to like be like oh if this is the outcome i want then i should real you know what i mean like being open to actually bringing about saying what you need to say to bring about that outcome um mm-hmm. which is why like there's a lot of I think just unhealth in a lot of relationships because you do get a lot of people mm-hmm. who just their solution is to yell, for example. Mm-hmm. And I'll say it louder. They just didn't hear. Yeah, me. that well, that or just like their their solution is to like in yelling, like they they just they're just inflexible to the fact that like that's not working. And mm-hmm. it's it's a this the saddest thing is their their voice is literally trying to like bulldoze it into existence. Yeah. The the sad thing is is like they honestly they they need someone that they trust to be like so what so what you want is for this person to be destroyed by your words and to not trust you and to never come to you with any problems again they'd be like well no it's like well that's what you're gonna get if you do this so keep going but that's what you're doing i was gonna say i so like i often think things through like think things through in a very like theological spiritual formation kind of uh way just because i mean that's my training but it's also it's also masters in ministry sure but uh mm-hmm. uh but that's just also that's just i've always kind of thought that way and mm-hmm. so for me i think of uh it, it's a little sad because like kind of to what i was saying a lot a lot earlier was um uh maybe having to make myself go out there and look for the good because i know it exists i see it i, I do mm-hmm. see it in a lot of places yeah. but having to do that because um 
I think that's not how we're wired. We're wired for survival yeah. and survival, like your survival brain will literally latch onto the things to avoid yeah. killing you, poisoning you, like harming you socially. Like it, they, they get stored in your memory near your like fear center and your emotion center. Mm -hmm. Um, so they're more potent and like, that's like automatic. It's a survival, like your brain is wired to remember things you need to avoid to survive. Mm -hmm. It does not code. Oh man, that ice cream tastes good. Mm -hmm. Oh man, I had a great day with so-and-so the same way at all. Like it's not as salient of a memory mm -hmm. unless we like really, really try to make it. I mean, mm -hmm. even then it's not going to be, but we can, like you were saying, remember it better, remember them more, look for them, try to reflect on them more. Mm -hmm. um, but we have to, because like also our brains weren't meant to live the way we live in this century correct we are so far removed like we have too much information too much time probably too much time not enough physical activity which is so tied to the way your brain functions it's crazy mm -hmm. it's crazy yeah it's like we're physical beings we're not completing the stress cycle and it's affecting the way we think and live our lives mm -hmm. like there's too much information there's too much sitting like there's just like basically it's like when you put a plant in the type of environment that the little stick says, hey, I don't do well in cold temperatures and I don't do well in acidic soil. Mm -hmm. And you say, yeah, but I have this like uh, acidic soil already. And like, you know, I, I have a spot that I like to see the plant by the air conditioner vent. So that's where I'm going to put it. Mm -hmm. Like, that's kind of what we've done. We've said like, yeah. no, this is how we want to live in society. Mm -hmm. And uh, it doesn't matter if it leads to depression. Yeah. Um. Anyways, but yeah. Yeah. I digress. Well, and again. for me, that's where like, that's where like so many, so much of the frustration, because I, I, I'm aware of my own flaws, but like I, as a general rule and habit, try not to revel in them or tell myself that they're okay. And it always bothered me when I, learned of people or just I mean in the news even like pastors who were doing terrible things or, or even just like the Mark Driscoll's of the world who are very abusive people even if they never lay a hand on anybody else or have a, an affair oh, yeah you don't have to touch and anyone agreed and and I and I think the the big problem was is that like I mentioned this the other day but like it's kind of like in that for me it kind of comes down to I I just desperately wish people could hear in a very simple way they could be confronted with it like kind of like like I mentioned that in that scene of uh the bible uh the episode where David has an affair with Bathsheba and kills uh her her husband and then like Nathan's talking the prophet Nathan's talking to him and he's just like acting like everything's normal and then he's just like he's just like what are you doing you think God doesn't see everything and like I think that's where a lot of people like for me, I wish people could be more confronted with that reality of things because it's like, well, go yeah, on and keep like doing what you're going to do, but know that, consequences, yeah, like, know that it's not okay. Like see the person that cries in their car on their way home from work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just as, like, And if you want to be a terrible person and, and, and not be like Christ, go ahead, but just stop tying his name to it. Stop acting yeah, like it's okay. Stop. Yeah. But then you'd have please to give up power pretending. and that's not what people want to do. No, for sure. For sure. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. It feels like, and that again is like, I think I shared this on Instagram yesterday. It's like, if we don't something about like, if we don't tell people how we feel, how would they ever know? Mm -hmm. And so that's another thing of like, you know, not being a victim of my own circumstances of like, okay, did you speak up? Mm -hmm. Cause if you spoke up and you said something and they still did it, then okay. Mm -hmm. 
Because otherwise, if you don't let them know, yep. it's quite possible people did not have that intention yeah. and had no idea they were causing that harm. Mm -hmm. If you've said, though, this hurts me, and they either do nothing about it or persist, mm -hmm. then they're just jerks who need some self-examination. That was the edit. Mm -hmm. That's the one that's going to go in because my podcast is not explicit. Right, so. right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyways, <laughs> mm -hmm. there have been times I've had to say things twice, mm -hmm. but it's fine. It's okay. Um, anyways, yeah, no, because I mean, that's the whole thing is feedback loops. Like it's like systems theory, you know, if the system is functioning and it's saying, yeah, we're working, like there's nothing disrupting the flow. Mm -hmm. Like then the way things are, will stay the same because the system is saying this is fine. Right. But if someone says, hey, actually, I'm dying here. Mm -hmm. This is not working. This needs to be fixed. Mm -hmm. um, then there's. Well, that's an example. Ahead. That's what that's what led to less harsh lives for life for uh, slaves in Rome was they had three servile wars, like meaning like three massive slave revolts. And I think it was mm -hmm. the third one. That was the one that Spartacus led and like. The, like legions were decimated like they were like they were losing that many battles and um and it, it took them going through that and and having ultimately having sicily which was their breadbasket at the time like for italy um basically saying this is not gonna this can't work, work anymore so like we have to change literally things. you literally cannot keep doing this because we won't let you yeah. like we won't keep so they had to change i mean it didn't make it that much better but made it good enough that it didn't happen again um, right. on right. the on that scale and so i think it just proves that those things are true yeah well and i think that's true because we even talked about this in the movie honestly mm -hmm. like at this point riley's feedback loop she's telling parents everything's fine i'm good true mm -hmm. they don't know mm -hmm. like i mean yeah they are giving her they've raised her and given her some hard cues that that's what they would prefer right um but she's also not giving them information that there's anything else going on mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, you know, they even talk about like um, the benefit of sadness is that information inserted into the feedback loop, basically, mm -hmm. um, because she cried that day they lost the game. Mm -hmm. All the friends came and cheered her up mm -hmm. and then she had a great day. Mm -hmm. But like, had she not cried, she would have been with that by herself and probably would have just remembered the fact that she missed the shot. And that was a terrible day. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But it's also like. It's also what I feel like I realized is like the sharing of sadness is a connective emotion. Like um, when right when things like go off the rails and Riley literally can't handle it anymore and joy and sadness are catapulted like out of the control center, mm -hmm. all Riley can feel is disgust, anger and fear, mm -hmm. which are like not relational emotions. Mm -hmm. They're very defensive. They're very like prickly. She can't, Reactive. she literally does not have the capacity to feel those other things mm -hmm. because she's like so in crisis inside her own mind. Sure. Um, and I just thought that I like, I never really connected that before. Like in the storyline, I know it's pretty basic, but like sometimes you kind of get caught in like the fake story of it all. Like you're not thinking about the meta story. Mm -hmm. And I really tried to pay attention to like thinking about it as a brain this time. Mm -hmm um yeah they get catapulted into long-term memory um so she literally can't access a lot of things and then basically what starts to happen is riley's islands of personality because she hasn't had a lot of tension or stress all of those are fueled by these core memories which are happy which she cannot currently recall as joy mm -hmm. like she can't do that mm -hmm. so the so 
the things that are powering her personality are like cut cut off shut down Mm -hmm. um which i think you know makes sense like when you're going through something like that like yeah no i can't feel that for sure Mm -hmm. definitely Mm -hmm. riley runs away um what happens she gets on that bus and she won't pick up her phone calls from her parents because she stole her mom's credit card mm-hmm. um yeah and then that's when yeah. joy and sadness are making their way back up to the control room basically she's like numb on the bus like she's not feeling anything like and all the like we said before like all the emotions that are in control are mm-hmm. not connective emotions they're defensive so like they're not yeah right pick up that phone um let's see. well because if you go back home like nothing it's gonna stay the same level of bad so there's no point in picking up the phone right mm-hmm. exactly then we'll just get yelled at so why do it um okay so eventually what happens is sadness and joy make it back they you know resi- basically i think riley goes too far and the sadness mm-hmm. has to explode out of her like you know if we're thinking not in the character way mm-hmm. but we're thinking in the feelings way like I think just it's just like, oh, crap, I'm on a bus. There's little kid panic and fear and a lot of things that just like make it shoot over the top. Sadness and joy mm-hmm. are back online and she gets off the bus. She calls her parents or she goes home. Mm-hmm. I don't I think she just goes. Yeah. home. Um, and, you know, like she gets there with her parents and she says, I wrote this down because I you know, you talk about paying attention to the way people say things. Like, I think word mm-hmm. choice is so important. Um, and she says, I know you don't want me to, mm-hmm. but I miss home. Um, and then she says, you know, I miss Minnesota. I know you need me to be happy, but basically mm-hmm. she can't. And then she says, mm-hmm. please don't be mad. Which just like, ugh. like, I mean, what, what, you know, you're watching that scene. I mean, what did you think? I think it probably was very, what it was, was very informative for her parents because they, they were able to to, to mm-hmm. admit what they probably didn't did want to admit, which was, you know, I miss home too. And I'm, and, and it's, we know it's not been easy, but it also showed them that she was having a hard time and they could finally see why, because they knew she wasn't doing well, but they, I don't know why they didn't mm-hmm. just pinpoint it, but, but they also took something like this for them to actually, she had to tell them, um, but then it gets better, you know? Mm-hmm. It It's the telling that makes things yeah. better. It didn't make them go back to Minnesota, yeah. though. So then it made let's them, start... But it, no, made the, but, it made a, but it made a path forward. But they were together. I think. Yeah. There's, like, a memory that, that becomes mm-hmm. a new core memory. And it's blue yeah. mm-hmm. and it's yellow. I don't think I recognize that at first, but yeah. So it's, like, it's, it's I'm sad, but I'm happy because my parents mm-hmm. are there with me. And they admitted they were sad, too. And we're together, and I felt mm-hmm. better after. And there's a way forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, like when her parents have all the pieces, they do yeah. a pretty good job. Like, I mean, they could have just said, "Yeah, why would you?" Which run is away? the oh, yeah. They could have. Mm-hmm. They could have still been mad, but they said, "Oh, mm-hmm. honey, I miss it too." Like they they mm-hmm. showed their cards a little bit. Um. Yeah. Um. And then it's just so you know, basically, what's happening is. Riley's emotional like system mm-hmm. is getting more complex. She's able to realize that she can feel two things at once. Um because she has she starts having all these memories that are like mm-hmm. double colors and new new um, memory which islands. Is so interesting. Yes, mm-hmm. new personality islands, which is fun. Um let's see. Yeah. Uh it's sadness invites joy mm-hmm. back up to the control panel. And 
um joy and like sadness and joy are like kind of mm-hmm. sharing the controls and riley does this like mm-hmm. this like <sighs> big release this, like, big exhale it's the moment at which you're able to finally realize it's going to be okay like i've totally missed that moment in the past but when i watched it this time i just was like stopped in my tracks by this moment the animators and the storytellers chose to add which i felt like was so powerful mm-hmm. when i was paying attention was um yeah that exhale um, and then she gets all the multicolored because mm-hmm. that's the moment of healing is what it is yep because that's the other thing that is very related and that's why the physicality of our existence is uh such a mess for our brains because mm-hmm. we don't breathe hard enough and like we're built to do that and it it helps mm-hmm. with emotional regulation um literally cardio and deep breathing whether it's breathing exercises or cardio workouts like it helps your nervous system and it helps the waves of emotions mm-hmm. not be too yeah. small um so like her being able to take that deep breath that's why a sigh feels good that's why you feel better about something after you go for a walk or a run like mm-hmm. it's all connected um, and I just love that they, I can't believe I like totally missed it, but like, for whatever reason, it just hit me really hard. Her little, like, she's got her head buried in someone's chest and she just goes, mm-hmm. <sighs> and then sadness and joy, mm-hmm. like takes control. Yeah, I think so too. And it was cool. That's, I mean, that's like pretty much all I had to say about the movie. Like, I don't know where, I guess what we didn't super get into is like, where did you see yourself? Um, I mean, I honestly probably. Probably some element of uh, difficulty engaging with sadness, not because I don't already think about those, but because I'm trying to find healthier ways to actually do them because uh, I I don't think despair does us any good, but I also don't think that, uh, but I I do think that you have to find the right, I think you also have to do it with people, which is very hard to do. It's it's difficult. It's very hard for me to be, I don't know, it's, it, it depends. No, it's it's very hard for me to let out all my emotions uh, with people. I don't know why, but uh, it it happens with a few people. Um, thanks for having me on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was so tired. I'm sorry yeah, that I've been talk. so tired for the past yeah. two weeks. But kind of the no, best I can good. do. Thanks for joining me. Um, we'll we'll talk more later. And yeah, 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 yeah. I love you. Thanks for the time. Love you too. Thank you. Okay, we'll keep in. We'll talk soon. Okay. Okay. Bye. Good. Bye. Thanks again for joining me today. I hope you'll find some time for self-reflection this weekend and make an intentional effort to look for the pockets of good. But also give yourself grace and permission to feel sad if that's where you are. That is an appropriate response to some things. And as we learned from Riley, it helps to share what's going on inside your head with safe people. So I hope you'll remember that as you navigate your days. Until next time, have a great weekend.